0: Welcome back, everybody, to The Building Code. Zach Batovich here. And I'm Charlie Burtwistle. It's been a while since we've been in the studio. It's
1: a Friday. We're feeling good. Charlie? Yeah, Yeah, it has been a while. You've been, as always, traveling all over, getting all sorts of luxurious gifts thrown at you. I've been here in the office, working, making this company money, Uh, but it's good to see you. I hope your (laughs) vacation was fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Charlie's a little upset. There's a little bit of drama going on with attire. Because well, yeah, because Zach gets all this free merch uh, that supposedly, because if you remember from my a couple episodes ago, Zach got promoted, very well-deserved. Um, and apparently with that promotion, you get a vest, you get a jacket, you get all sorts of stuff. I have gotten none of that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to, okay. Maybe someday. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to come into this episode more positive. Uh, and it's, it's an exciting episode. Uh, we have Scott Hale here in office uh, who works very, very closely with you, uh, sits 10 feet in front of me. Um, so I've been trying not to talk to him for a really long time to save our conversation for the podcast, and here it is. This is the moment of truth. Yeah. What are we? What are we talking with to Scott today? Yeah.
0: So Scott is on the customer experience team, on in these inside Builder Trend episodes, we get to kind of dive deep into the things that are going on. This is a newer initiative. I'm really excited to bring Scott on because him and I have had many a conversations that impact customer success, and he's one of our own. He comes from CS, and now he's kind of spinning up this new initiative. And I also am excited to hear him talk about how I'm his best friend at Builder Trend today. Have you really disappointed if he didn't say that at some point so let's get him in here scott hill
2: welcome to the building code thanks for having me excited to be here long time listener first time visitor hopefully yeah. many time visitor absolutely whatever we'll, we'll, we'll see how this one goes yeah we won't get
1: ahead of ourselves but i have high hopes um so so scott tell us a little bit about yourself
2: uh how long have you been with builder trend yeah so as zach mentioned uh been at Builder Trend uh, for about three years, so one of our own. Uh, started out training clients, was a customer success manager for about two years. Um, after that, I joined the research team. So, taking myself outside of Builder Trend, my my background is in advertising. So, came up through the advertising ranks, uh, specifically during the rise of social media. So, got a lot of time spent thinking about and trying to deliver on brand promises. And so ultimately, joining the research team, it's like we're digging into what does trend imply to Promise, and how do we deliver that to our customers in the most effective ways?
1: Wow, very eloquently put. I love that. Um, and I feel like that's something we've talked about a lot on these mini sos when we're bringing in people from the, the office, our big initiative this year uh, that everyone's really getting behind is customer first, customer first, customer first. Uh, and so that's kind of your entire world, is how do we figure out exactly what they want to do and what they're trying to do
2: and make it as easy as possible for them? Yeah, I mean, I really think of it as connecting the dots between our builders and what they're saying, the voice of our customer, and then also all of our internal units. So what do our customers need from us on a support side? What are they expecting from us from marketing? What do they need our product to do to support their business needs?
0: Yeah, it's something that, you know, when we're like redoubling down on customer focus, customer centricity, we're not saying we weren't focused on the customer before, but it's really kind of changing the culture of our business and like in every meeting now, like there's kind of this feeling of even in data science or in product or in the technology team or you know even HR and and people who aren't maybe talking to the customer, there's this kind of feel that we're trying to focus on and having a customer experience team on the user research team makes a lot of sense who can kind of help us pull all those things together and connect all the dots <clears throat> and really create an experience that kind of is is holistic. It's unified, right? From whoever you talk to, from point A to point B along your way with your interaction builder trend, you have the best experience possible. So, like, let's just dive in a little deeper. Like, what does your typical day look like?
2: What is your team doing on a daily basis? Then, yeah, great question. So we are just living in feedback. So um, many of our listeners, I'm sure, have been to our feedback forum. Um, that is part of my team. Newly, uh, we just inherited that. So we're analyzing what are the topics that people need. What are the like gaps that Builder Trend isn't solving? And then who do we need to talk to to get that in place? But beyond that, like you said, Zach, we're sort of taking a new approach and a sort of revitalized approach to listening to our customers. So my team is constantly building out surveys. Uh, again, many of our users are going to start seeing more emails with surveys in their inboxes. You're going to notice that Builder Trend, it, the software itself, is going to start asking you questions if you haven't already been asked. Um, and hopefully, you know, we're just trying to stay out of the way at the same time. You know, we know that builders are trying to get their job done. But we need to know where we're missing the mark not helping them get their job done so what you know if you see those emails answer them we get those answer rates up we don't have to ask in platform so much (laughs) anymore but uh, i mean the reality is when you're right in the moment that's when we need the feedback
1: i actually so that's something since i started working in data science have started doing is filling out surveys a lot more like before so you're I feel like worked. empathetic to the <laughs> not t- empathetic but now that I've seen like Scott and his team and how they're like they're in a meeting and presenting hey people answered this 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 so we're going to make xyz changes to make it better I'm like oh that makes total sense so I was like wait what i say will actually make the product better for me uh, why wouldn't you answer and then in like the comment section i always say like hey huge shout out to your data science team uh you know, follow me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Wait, you plug yourself on like yeah. Microsoft team surveys. I say, check out the, uh, no, like when I get emails from products I use, uh, yeah. I say, uh, you know, check out the
2: building code podcast, um, <laughs> at Charlie Burt on all socials. Yeah.
0: Check Charlie out my, my co-presenter. He's really great. I actually don't. <laughs>
2: Well, Charlie, you joke, right? So data science, we we sit so close to each other. Uh, we don't directly talk to each other, but we really are two sides of the same coin. Right. Um, and it's been really cool to see how all of the data we collect tells a story, and then all of the insights we have or all the interactions we have provide insights that tell that same story with a little bit different narrative. And so our work is always partnered together really closely, which is great.
1: Yeah, the, the metaphor I always give um, on like interviews and stuff when I'm trying to explain like the data science team versus the data research team user experience is... What good is spotting the iceberg if you can't steer the ship? And I feel like you can find a ton of really, really good insights and forecasts and trends and data. But if you're not actually talking to the customer to understand why it's using that way or why it's training that way or how we can improve it, you can't really steer the ship. So it's been, uh, yeah, a very fun and beneficial collaboration uh,
2: across the research team there. Yeah, and it's been, like I said, I'm, I'm relatively new to this. We got about a year under my belt. Um, so it's you got to get your feet wet. I think something Builder Trend does really well is... Support its own, bring people up through the ranks, and people ask me, you know, what what's your favorite research initiative so far? And always bring up it's. I spent two years interviewing customers, helping them with their businesses, and developing my own stories and my own insights that I now get to sort of spread through the company a little bit broader.
0: Yeah, is, if, if possible, can you share you know some of the work that you're doing right now to kind of help Builder Trend users? I know we've got some big projects. so I'd love to hear a, a tangible example of something that maybe you're kind of actively working on with your team.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The The big one is the, the mass update to our estimate uh, feature. So we started this such a long time ago, and our team went into work mode, and they built this massive tool. And if we're going to sort of throw our hands up and, and say there were some things that we didn't know, there were some, some bugs under the rocks we didn't see coming. Um, so the big initiative for about half my team right now is looking at that estimate saying what landed and what do we need to tweak to make it work for everybody and so we're working directly with our product teams Um, my team has gathered every single piece of feedback we've heard in the last year as people had their hands on this tool and we've summarized it we've organized we've been reaching out to builders to understand more about what they're saying so the more clarity we can build onto those insights the easier it is for a product team to deliver something that lands with our customers because ultimately that's what we're here for is to support the business to make them successful when our builders win, we win. We hear it around these walls every single day. And we're sort of bringing that to the next level, especially with estimates. So yeah, I mean, you'll see upcoming like, iterative releases to that estimate that are directly from things people have told us. I like to tell my team, like, identify the smoke, go find the fire, and then product can put it out. Wow. Love that. Put that on a T-shirt. Got another one. Got another one. Uh, Uh, Nicole, we
1: we need another T-shirt. We got a long running list. Um, Maybe if Zach starts suggesting them, we'll actually start getting them. Um, The uh,
2: big T-shirt company.
1: Yeah. The the past few guests that we've had on for these Minnesotes have been people in the product team, and they always start with, "Well, we looked at the data. We looked at the research." And now we're seeing where that came from, uh, which is really really cool. Um, So, what does that kind of like collaboration look like? I guess, like, how do you normally take these findings
2: and distribute them down to the people that are putting out the fires, as you put it? Yeah, so we're we're specifically focused on the release cycle right now, and so we view it as every product owner just has a has a bunch of tools in their tool belt, and one is the customer experience team. And so, where we live is, what have builders already said, or what do we need to know from them? In bulk. So, what can we survey? Who can we ask? Who are the users that we can find to talk to? Because um, that's that's the ultimate thing. We're looking for insights from interactions at this point. Does that kind of answer the question? I mean, it's it's yeah. a, it's such a collaborative process. They're sitting together in meetings every day. Um, releases go through tons and tons of meetings before they actually see the light of day. And so the the CX team is sitting in those meetings, making sure that nobody is talking about things that builders aren't talking about. No, yeah, that definitely answers my question. I guess
1: it also is not just product-focused, right? Like, you work with Zach and the CS team a little
2: bit on improving, like, the onboarding and training experience, too, as well, right? Yeah, 100%, because um, that's that's where we really started in customer experience was we said, you know, our product team, they can build a product, but where we can improve is with our interactions. So, yeah, we started looking at all of our marketing emails, all of the emails our reps send, every single phone call our sales team and our market or success team um, make, and what we found is they're doing really well. We're communicating pretty well. We just need to focus on sort of handoffs between the teams and between the interactions. So what's happening while you're not on the phone with us or while you're not reading our emails? And that's where we're starting to, you know, send those surveys. It's like, hey, where can we do better for you? Yeah, and it's really kind of been <clears throat> exciting from a CX metric, like every
0: business owner is familiar with like KPIs and kind of the outputs of like the business being healthy and successful and obviously builder trend looks at like that and we've kind of started to talk about you know from a confidence how are, how are builders really feeling about the commitment to builder 10 that they're having, how easy is it to use the product, how 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 good of an experience is it? And I think as we continue to kind of put those in front of our own internal teams, it's only gonna lead to better interactions across our entire organization from sales through to product and, and customer experience. And it was no easy lift. I mean it's been a it's been something that I've had a front row seat into his entire world of kind of what it looks like. And I'm
2: excited to see how it continues to evolve over the next year. Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, not to tip the cards too much, but I mean, how confident are you that BuilderTrend can support your business needs? It's truly obvious that if that's what we're aimed at is solving business needs, your confidence should grow in BuilderTrend as a company and as a partner. And BuilderTrend should always be easier to use. Like I said earlier, you're trying to get a job done. And BuilderTrend's just helping you try to get that job done so as easy as possible. And then satisfaction speaks for itself as well. Are you happy doing what you're doing? Um, Those are the kind of questions that we need to know. I love love a good open ended survey question. That's I mean, when you ask about my day to day. It's I spend at least an hour or two just sifting through survey responses, and those open ends are that's my bread and butter. I love analyzing and sort of telling a story with those. Is there any feedback you get that just kind of makes you like chuckle or something that you know you can share that or you're just like like wow okay? <laughs> I don't want to accidentally throw any anybody under the bus. <laughs> um, no, we'll, we'll keep it <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> No, my favorite my favorite responses are the ones that are just brutally honest. Like, you can't hurt our feelings. That's <laughs> right. why we send them. Uh, that's why we send them surveys. Um, and then outside of that, the ones I get a chuckle out of are the people who take on their own language for the types of things they're using Buildertrend for. Because what that says to me is, like, as a community, that business is speaking of the way that Buildertrend connects to their company in ways we never thought of. And so it sort of gives you – it sheds some light on the day-to-day of builders. And so – Again, I like I love connecting those dots and saying, you know, we think of these features with these names and these terms, but right. people take them and make them their own. And so it's really cool to share that with people. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And that's like kind of your new role, Zach, right? Is like taking a lot of that feedback and like making these changes on the the C S floor.
0: Totally. I mean, as we've gotten more nuanced and understanding what's a what defines a good experience, I mean, we would be foolish not to change how we've traditionally done our customer success and really reevaluate like when is the right time to reach out versus when is a customer getting what they need and respecting that. And saying, you're getting the value you're looking for. We're here for you when you need us, but we don't necessarily have to continue to you know hit you with phone calls and emails. And at a certain point, like you're getting what you want. And other, as long as you're aware of what resources exist, um, those metrics that we measure of confidence and effort and satisfaction should continue to grow and, and same with their product adoption and all the things that come with it. So it's really cool because Scott and I work really closely and it's kind of representative of Builder Trends metamorphosis as being cross-functional because we have Kaylee and marketing that, you know, we're kind of the, the trio of, you know, that whole messaging The journey and the customer experience in from a a high touch standpoint, and then like we have you and data science who can like give us those business analytic insights to make even more decisions. And we've got other people across the org that support us as well, like Scott working with product to then improve that so that everybody's benefiting. It's it's extremely exciting. I just it's, it's I can't wait to see like in a year what Builder Trend looks like because we're really just. We've only been doing these types of cross-functional things to this level over the last five months. We've already made so much progress. And it's really, really cool. It's amazing what happens when you get everybody in the room. Yeah, the power of
1: collaboration. If only Charlie would start being nice to me, imagine what we could accomplish. <laughs> well, you used a really good word there, metamorphosis. That was big time. Uh, and. You, uh, it was also very cool of you to give data science a shout out. Uh, so I feel like we got to shout out Brooks Coleman, who is the person 100%. on my team that is actually doing all this work. So I appreciate you saying data science and looking at me, but you mainly just meant Brooks. That's true. Yeah, he's actually my favorite. Oh, that's not true. That would that would leave
0: Mitch
2: out to dry. And I can't wow. do that. Wow, huge shout out
1: for Brooks and Mitch. So yeah. hopefully they're listening.
2: You got a team of rock stars. We all know it. Yeah, I mean, Zach, you're glossing over the good stuff. I mean, we couldn't do it without Brooks. The research team, Abby Meyers, always on top of it. Katie Brown's team, she's been a multi-time guest, I think. Yeah, so she's, she, she is, uh, she's on the Hall of Fame of the, yeah. of the Building Cup, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's truly representative of the entire company. But you also glossed over the word journey there, right? Like, That's the ultimate goal of our customer experience team, is to understand the builder point of view, and which journeys they're going through, and how we usher them through those journeys, right? We just want to be that great partner. Love it.
0: Scott, we're about up against the time here. Is there anything else you'd like to add in regards to the CX team or anything that you're working at BuilderTrend?
2: No, like I said, I mean, we're we're just kind of getting our feet off the ground at this point. We've got all the support and metamorphosis. I think that's probably the word of the podcast at this point. Yep. Sure. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> more t-shirts. It's just, I mean, more to come. I'm excited to continue to just like carry that voice of the customer through every department in BuilderTrend.
0: And if there's one thing you learned listening to this podcast, answer
1: those survey questions. Answer the surveys. Because that is what's going to make the difference, we promise. Absolutely, and and give uh give podcast recommendations in there while you're in there, because you know that Scott reads them all now. So if we just if we brought Scott on, now Scott's
0: going through our building code reviews. He should. What would be our CX metrics for the building code?
1: Um, Charlie insults to Zach. Yeah, something like that. T-shirt ideas. <laughs> it would be on that note. You can like this uh on spotify or apple like comment um, subscribe baby comment check us out on youtube that'd be fantastic um we love some some uh listener engagement yeah. so on, you know, on the note of customer experience do all those things that'd be fantastic scott As charlie likes to say you gotta pump those numbies. you gotta pump the numbees for sure <laughs> thank you very much for coming on another fantastic episode i love these mini shows this too. is uh, it's nice to take a step back out of like our day-to-day work of working with these people and actually talk about high-level impact they're making. I like and how you
0: just call them these people. <laughs>
1: our, our guests, I guess. Our <laughs> colleagues and <laughs> professionals. Yeah, colleagues and professionals.
0: Oh boy. All right, we're signing out on the building code. Thanks for joining us. Zach Sakvatic, Charlie Burtwistle. We'll catch you next time.
1: See ya.